silly to be saying like this is the last episode of the season. <laughs> But like, you know, we've had so many guests. <laughs> I kind of love. I mean, so many. I don't know. Two, two us more than we've ever had before. Yeah, so uh, yeah, obviously. But it's like so nice. Or I was looking forward to this one, like, mm, like just just, just us. us again. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. This is the final episode of Not a Purse Podcast Season Two. Pump, 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 pump. Yes. <laughs> I, I wish I had those those huge drums. Do, you know, do 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 do. Do you know the ones that like announce? Boom. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the final episode. Another season wrapped up. Crazy, so excited. This has been a yeah. High five, high five. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually together for this one, which is even more. Yes. It's gonna be even more silly than usual. <laughs> okay. I'll try to behave. <laughs> I promise. But it's gonna it's be, gonna be a fun. fun topic. Yeah, and we specifically chose this topic for this episode to close it off on a fun note and just have the two OGs, the original. I mean, you know what? Actually, like knowing us, it could also turn out to be not fun because we we always expect a discussion to go a certain way, and then it goes somewhere. We're like, what? Yeah, how did we get here? True. So true. true. <laughs> because I feel like we kind of started on this, and we didn't really like. We didn't fully cover this. I feel like there was an episode in season one that was a little bit about this. Yeah. But we didn't get as deep as we're going to get today. Nah. So the topic is euphemisms for vagina vulva. Vagina vulva or period? <laughs> this is a great start. <laughs> I thought we we're doing period. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know what? Clearly, um... <laughs> That is, yeah. Bear with us. No, you're probably right. But that means I've got nothing. <laughs> Which is great. That's how it's supposed to be. Okay. Wow. Thank, I'm glad we <laughs> we got to that sooner rather than later. Because we were just going to start talking and realize we're not talking about the same thing. But this is proof. This is proof that there's literally no scripting here. It's It's literally conversations on the go. Wow. So this is, okay, no, I think you're right. I think I have it wrong. I think because um, even like when you're saying yeah we 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 spoke about it a little bit and I was like yeah we did because in some in one episode we we did talk about how even like when it gets to period we don't we don't use the words we don't like we talk around it and mm-hmm. I probably said as we often did in the first season yeah this is a whole this could be a whole other episode so let's not go there yes yes that's true oh my goodness okay So let me just get my piece out of the way because I feel like the research <laughs> I did needs to come out somehow. JJ, Lady Bits, Fanny. Um, oh, and the French ones, which are Peach. Uh, apparently they're... Because I was listening peach to that in French. But also Peach in English. Yeah. Except that Peach in English now is more about butts than it is about vaginas. But I feel like there was also a point where it was vaginas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Jewel, Candy. Really? Yeah. Um, I guess which is more of the clitoris. Candy's clitoris? Sometimes, yes. Interesting. There's vestibule, which is like a hallway or like a like a, a, a lobby, a room, which is more and, vagina. And it's in French that they use that? Yes, or, it's in okay. French. Oh, vestibule. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right? Skunk. Sorry? I know. I know. I don't know why, but that's a French one. How, how do you say skunk in French? Putois? 
oui, mais pas ce not that terminology. Okay. It's another one. There's another uh, one. Yeah. The like the weird like ugh. is it so hard to say vulva? You gotta say skunk. <laughs> anyway, I had to get it out of my system, but this is not what we will be talking about today. <laughs> I just didn't want my research to go to waste. <laughs> my very fun I am loving research. this already. <sighs> Yes. So yes, period. Periods. <laughs> I know I, a lot more in French. No, a lot more comparatively. I know like two mm. or three in French. And interestingly enough, period itself is already a euphemism. Because it's supposed to be which, menstrual cycle. It's, it's menstruation or menstrual menstruation. cycle. Because the like, cycle is a whole. The cycle thing. is a whole thing. The cycle is not the, the bleeding. bleeding part. Okay. Menstruation is the part is of the your actual. menstrual cycle where you bleed. Okay. I think, and when I'm saying that, I'm like. Not even sure, but like, yeah, I have my menstruation. Is mm-hmm. yeah, like you wouldn't say I have my menstrual cycle. No, no, no. I'm on my cycle though. People do use yeah. I'm on my cycle to mean that they're bleeding, which it's not which correct. literally means you're somewhere on your cycle. You yeah. could be anywhere. Yeah, like I've heard a lot of people who don't know much, as like men, they're like, oh, is she on your cycle? Are you on your cycle? And I'm like, I'm always on always. my cycle, <laughs> dude. And that's why it's a cycle. It's constantly going on. Yeah. You just mean like, are you currently bleeding? Which is also not the time at which people have PMS. Nope. Which is a, a reason why people ask, are you on your cycle? Because they're like, oh, you're moody. You're being all those things. You're being um, emotional. Mm. You're being whatever. So they're like, are you on your cycle? Which really they should be, are you pre-cycle? Yeah. Because, or are you pre-bleeding? Because PMS typically happens before, before. the yeah. actual bleeding. But anyway, <laughs> segue there. But it's, it's like, to me, it's even interesting that the word that is most commonly used is already not the right word. And a lot of, even myself, like I never reflected on period not being the actual word because period mm. is like, not that it's a fake word. It is a word, but it's its first meaning is not menstruation. Menstruation is menstruation. Yeah. Period is just a period of time. Yeah. Which technically, if it's a period of time, it could be equated to what the word cycle is, which is something that's always happening. Not that specific time. Yep. Mm. So, yeah, but, like, it is, I had to write a few down because some are, like, you know how, I feel like through this whole podcast, this topic comes over and over again, language, and how language shapes, like, just how we look at the world, how we see the world, and how we then end up interpreting things or relating to certain things. And, like, so in French, there's one that I find very interesting, the English have landed. Mm. Les Anglais ont débarqué. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, is it because they're red coats? Or is it related to, because the whole idea is like it's war and the English have come mm-hmm. to fight and kill and, and kill. Bleeding. And is, so I'm like, is it because they're red coats? Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were wearing like in the past because it's definitely from like, a past experience and I don't know if at that point that we used to refer to they've come they've landed if their uniform was red or if it's linked to this idea that yeah they come they came to kill and there was a bloodbath and there's blood everywhere mm-hmm. like shark week which is in, oh. like the Anglophone I'm like why it sounds so brutal like like I've always when when someone says shark week I either picture a shark inside of your vagina tearing everything up and therefore you're bleeding or a shark like tearing a human body. And like there's like it's it's not a nice association. Like, you know what I mean? 
Why? Yeah. Why is that what we chose? Then there are <laughs> other countries like Denmark or in Danish. I wouldn't be able to pronounce it, but they say there are communists in the fun house. And that to me again is like, we choose like the weirdest things to talk about, period. Because communists, I believe the way I look at it, and it doesn't like it's it's not even about what is true for most people, but for me, mm-hmm. it's I think in that in that context, I think of communism as not being something necessarily positive. And the fun house being your vagina, where usually fun happens, but the presence of the communists is making it impossible to have fun in the fun house. And that is like, that is another like idea. You know, I know technically it's just about saying period without saying period, Mm -hmm. without having all these negative images that are supposed to be linked to it, or I don't know, just we don't feel comfortable saying period or menstruation. So we say there are communists in the house, but in the fun house, not just in the house, in the fun house. So to me, that's like, first, your period is not a good thing. Your period mm-hmm. is communist. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I'm not saying communist is a bad or communism is a bad thing. I'm just saying that is the general idea. Communism mm-hmm. is rather seen or perceived as a negative thing. Your period is being associated to that. And then the 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 second association with the fun house is it's like, okay, you know, now you can have fun. There's then this other idea that so many people have, like having sexual intercourse or just sex, even without penetration, penetration. Um, I don't I don't know why I repeated that because penetration is penetration, whether you double it or not. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway. You're like a hint of penetration versus Full penetration. penetration. <laughs> no, penetration, <laughs> penetration. Like, you can have sex when you're bleeding. But for some reason, we've decided that, no, it's yucky. And, you know, seeing or calling your period, the communists are in the fun house, to me is like, you know, another way language supports mm-hmm. that idea. Mm-hmm. Then, before you get to the next <laughs> one, because you did write them down. So, so I feel like we're not going to lose them. They're here. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm, I'm <laughs> I have no notes. So I'm just I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. I'm just curious because these expressions are old. Older. Not all of them necessarily. I feel like Shark Week is is more recent than yeah. others. But or at least still being used. hmm So I'm wondering if a lot of those beliefs as well are tied to people not having the knowledge of what's actually going on. Because more people today are probably likely to have sex during periods than they were back in the day because there were so many associations with that, Mm -hmm. which is like, you know, the blood is impure, you shouldn't touch the woman, or, you know, it's a sacred time in her month, so you shouldn't touch the woman either. Mm -hmm. Either way, there was, this is a time, don't touch her. Don't go there. Which Don't go there, which is maybe where some of that, it's normally a fun house, but during this time, it's not going to be one. Yeah. is an old way of thinking. It definitely is an old way of thinking, but I think it's still very very much there Mm -hmm. it's less than Mm -hmm. it was before Mm -hmm. but it's still over represented i want to say yeah i mean weirdly shark week made sense to me (laughs) because because i'm like all right your period is gonna be you know four to seven days ish give or take it's about a week and stuff's going to be bloody and it's gonna be violent a little bit i I, (laughs) 
there's so much pain there's cramps there's headaches there's other things people don't talk about like diarrhea and other things oh, yes. i feel like it's murder and that's <laughs> murder it's essentially i like you know what i mean shark week makes I, sense i i totally hear that but do you believe you see you see it being such a negative thing because of the narrative around it or because it actually is negative because when you look at i don't know birthing children Yes, mm. it is a very painful thing. It is probably, very probably. Uh, the fact that I say probably is, is maybe going to even hurt some, some women out there feelings. who have like, what do you mean probably? Like, do, do, you should know better. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like, it is much more painful than that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But do do we, like, what, what wording do we use around that? I've heard people call childbirth a murder scene. But is it something you like, you know, is it, is it, they, they might refer to that in, mm-hmm. in a specific discussion or in a specific, but is that how we talk about it on a daily basis? No, it's true. We don't really have euphemisms for giving birth. And, and that's where I'm like, the, the wording we use matters so much. Um, and, and yeah, also the fact that we like, to not go straight to the point is because it is a big taboo and making that a taboo makes it even more difficult for people who have to deal with it and also other people because in the end it's not just like the woman who's bleeding or who's having her menstruation that has to deal with it but it also affects anybody in the vicinity because either she's going to be behaving in a way she wouldn't normally behave because she's trying to hide something and so other people are not bleeding themselves, but they're, they have to deal with mm. that situation in a different way. It affects everyone is what I want to say. And we just like, we should just talk about it because not, not talking about it. And to me, using those euphemisms is equal. Not talking about it makes mm. it too easy to dismiss everything that goes with it. It makes it too easy to, to not, to not see what's actually going on. It makes it too easy to not understand like, it's 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 expensive to have a period, depending on you know what type of management you choose to go to, and and like the impact not talking about it has on on so many things. Like your teacher, if your teacher is a male and doesn't know that you know for you your period is so heavy that well you lose so much blood. Like I had a friend, whenever she would have her period, like she just couldn't come to class because it was so heavy that she was at risk of just um of um, pass out, right? of passing out like any time during the day so she, it was safer for her to stay at home but you don't talk about it so for a time her teacher just you know saw her as the lazy student who's just not showing up in class very regularly and mm-hmm. because of that perception she like the teacher had of her like there are certain things he wouldn't even expect from her she was just a bad student mm-hmm. meanwhile she was just a bleeding student a menstruating student you know yeah that's what i mean by not not going straight to the point makes it too easy to dismiss everything that comes with it mm-hmm. and then you know like talking about period poverty how how can we address those things if if we're not even capable of speaking about menstruation we can't and we won't like how is a girl who you know 
she can't go to school because, well, she doesn't have anything to not stain her underwear while on her period. So she has to stay home and basically sit on a pot until she's done bleeding. Um, so yeah, how how do we address that if we're not speaking about it? And if we have to use euphemisms, why are they, or they're not old, because I don't know all of them, but why are so many of them, the most commonly used, so negative? Okay, so why? these have been bad so far. One that I know, and I don't have to go to a list because everybody uses it. People know this in North America. Aunt Flo. Yeah. Easy. People love their aunts, mostly. <laughs> yeah. This one is like neutral. Yeah. It's not positive. It's it's just, just... That's what it is. Let's call that thing not by its name. But it's... Not, yeah, true. I, I like... Yeah. It's it's not it's not negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know... Like, I, I haven't researched that one. I just remember from the previous conversation with a friend that in it's in arabic but i wouldn't be able to say which country specifically or if it is tied to a specific country or just to the language per se Mm -hmm. but it's it's something like the peaceful time of the month or the quiet time of Mm. of the month which you know for example i find okay it's a euphemism I still don't like the fact that we can't call things by their names, but at least that one carries a very different meaning with it. Very, very different. It's like something to look forward to. It's like me time. It it kind of stresses the importance of taking care of yourself during that time. As we, you know, when, when we had that amazing um, talk by Ninaru, the, the birth um, attendant, um, yeah, how how it is important to like take care of your cycle in in any possible way, and that euphemism I find is yeah it it makes it easier for you to look at it as something that's positive rather than Shark Week or there are communists in the fun house. <laughs> I'm still I'm still pro Shark Week, but anyway, moving <laughs> on from that. <laughs> I don't have much more. I mean, there's. I wrote one down from Turkey. The motherland is bleeding. I liked that one <laughs> because for one one reason and one only. Because it called like it's basically calling the uterus the motherland. That's the only thing I like about it. But yeah, it's 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 still bleeding. But which is direct it's, as well. It's, it's, it's what's actually happening. Ble- yeah. yeah. So the motherland is bleeding. The motherland is bleeding. Oh, everyone has a motherland. Everyone can like empathize with yeah, a motherland bleeding. That is but a nice-ish one. Yeah, now I'm like, I, I, I really, I think I just like the fact that it, it refers to the uterus as the motherland, because the motherland is bleeding. Nobody's happy if their motherland is bleeding. Nobody's happy. That is you know? negative. Yeah, it's it's actually negative. So that's what I'm saying. I I just like the fact that they're referring to the uterus as the motherland. Why? Because I find it acknowledges, like, that's what it is. That's where everybody comes from. It's the motherland of everyone. Like, mm. th- whoever is on this earth, they came from the mm-hmm. uterus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somewhere, somehow. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I like the fact that this this euphemism, instead of saying your uterus is bleeding, is the motherland. So it's it's nice. But then at the same time, you know, when I, like, specifically when you think about war and all those things, like when people Mm. say the motherland is bleeding, 
it is usually the motherland is suffering. It's what is happening is not a good thing, which is why I like the motherland association with the uterus. But, and that, that could be just me, you know, I'm not saying it's like a general thing, but yeah, the motherland and bleeding together, I'm used to hearing it in rather negative context. Because mm. yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard. And either way, like, the whole point is don't use euphemisms. <laughs> don't. We cut it's right just, to the point. It's just, fasc- the it's just fascinating that we have so many of them. Mm-hmm. And that even, like, again, it, it struck me when I was doing the research. I was like, wait, but what is period? What is that word? First meaning is not menstruation. Now, you know, yes, many words have different meanings, but the word period existed way before like it's it's not intrinsically linked to menstrual bleeding. No, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's not. So it is a euphemism, a very light one, because you know it's not like making giving you a full picture. It's a period yeah. versus like I don't know Shark Week, which is okay. You need to you stop know. hating on Shark Week. I feel like we need to move <laughs> on. The from Shark Week are in the fun house. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, they're also like completely harmless ones. In German, um, we say Erdbewoche, um, which is strawberry week. Mm. It's cute. It's literally just cute. But you could also just say, I'm menstruating, <laughs> which is less cute. Um, okay. But why? Why is it less cute? And why does it have to be cute? It's not cute. It's just what it, it, it just is what it is. I think maybe some of it is tied to like who's having the conversations. Because you think about young girls who are having their period for the first time. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to hit them right away with everything. And so you say, what is week. everything? Everything is menstruation. You're gonna be, yeah, it's everything. You're going to be bleeding a lot. There's going to be cramps. There's going to be everything. That's what menstruation is. So you say menstruation and it has the weight of everything. You say strawberry week. It's like, oh, that like takes away the sting a little bit. I'm not but saying then, that's why it exists. Mm, but I imagine that, you know, someone was like, yes, let's not shock the children. But I feel like <laughs> then it's it's almost lying to them. Because you're kind of, you know, well, yeah, when you say strawberry, it's like cute and then they're faced with reality. And then it's not like a surprise that everybody hates reality because mm-hmm. you're being told for so long that reality is different. Reality is strawberry week. Cute. And then reality hits you and it's actually the shark discrepancy week. is, yeah, it's actually <laughs> shark week. So you go from strawberry week to shark week. How are you supposed to like shark week? If you if you've been promised strawberry week, like true that you know, <laughs> and and that's where I'm like, it's almost like we 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 some of those euphemisms are like, yeah, actually not all. Some of them are meant to reduce like the the bad side or the bad things about menstruation. But like, why why are they bad? I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about the French word, so like, like mm-hmm. do you know where it comes from? Which is rules in English, yeah. but I guess that that is what makes you. It's normal. It's that's that's what I would have thought. Yeah, I was thinking the regularity of it, maybe that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think most words that are the most common are not the euphemisms. Because even in English, we say period, right? Mm-hmm. And mostly in French, people say règle. Obviously, people yeah. will say the other things. There is a variant on règle called règne. Sorry, but that I've always heard. I've always hated that word. I have my 
it doesn't it doesn't mean anything it means no it does not it's not even a word it's not a real word it's not even true. a word <laughs> it's like you want to say regle but ah you can't because ah it's too real <laughs> what is that come on your face right now put some respect it's... on me please is it okay So I feel like these words develop for different reasons. Yes, some people were trying to shield other people from the really bad effects of period. Like what is considered to be the bad part of a But period. But again, like why do we see it as bad? Because it's painful. Because it is, you know, taxing on the body. Because it's exhausting. Because it is A, B, C, D. You're not operating at full capacity. You're taken away from your home and put out, like you can't go to worship places or there are different practices that went with it and i mm-hmm. think they were trying to lessen the weight of when you're on your period it means so many things it means you're now childbearing age and you're going to be married off to the highest bidder you know so let's call it strawberry week like i mean i don't know right this yeah, is mixing yeah, yeah. cultures a little bit but i feel like once you're the flip side of that is overemphasizing the period because a lot of other places it's you get your period you're a woman now everything needs to change if you weren't wearing one before you're now gonna have to start wearing a hijab because then you have to cover yourself because mm-hmm. you're likely to be sexually assaulted because you now have your period and now you're a woman like there's so many things that have weight when it comes to period and i think some words we're trying to like but it's funny that we use we we then it's like it's fake because instead of instead of using words to make it more not even more acceptable less dramatic than it actually is why not just make it less dramatic in the first place <laughs> that's that's what is maybe annoying me about it it's like because okay you know it is bad but it is bad because of how we handle it not because it is bad per se it is bad because when you have your period like nobody's gonna give you a day off or two so you can rest at home even if technically we know it's needed you're not gonna get it but if you had that if you had what you needed to take care of yourself while menstruating, menstruation wouldn't be that bad. But instead of addressing that, we just go around and find like cute names like Strawberry Week. That's what I'm just realizing. Like this is on the spot. It was not mm-hmm. it was just like, because if we were using the words to make it seem less, like less bad, mm-hmm. then it means it's bad in the first place. But when you look at it, I don't find that it's necessarily bad. It is bad because of, how we handle it intrinsically it is not a bad thing on the very like it's it's a good thing i would say it's a useful thing i don't know that it's a good thing because outside of the systemic failures that make having a menstrual cycle having menstruation really like penible mm-hmm. <laughs> terrible a weight outside of that there's a physiological changes that actually happen that outside of society we're going to be heavy anyway we're going to be uncomfortable anyway and those are not i'm not going to call them bad they're mm-hmm. necessary mm-hmm. but they're not good they're okay. functional but they're not good functional then maybe because I, i was i was trying to make an association with or a comparison with pooing mm. pooing is not good like it's 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 just pooing mm-hmm. it's not good it's not bad but because we have toilets everywhere and because nobody's gonna look weird at you when you disappear for like five minutes to take care of your poo however you do that um it's it's not a thing but imagine workplaces were built in a way that i don't know maybe you you only get like one washroom break a day then pooing would become very heavy 
because hold on to your poo for i don't know eight hours it can't hurt then you have cramps you know what i mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you know that poo has accumulated so much by the time you want to let it out it rips your anus apart sorry i i yes i am being graphic <laughs> here because i need to <laughs> to make it as dramatic as possible mm -hmm. okay i so yeah in that case poo would be pooing would be really bad but you know the way we're handling things in society pooing is just pooing it's not good it's not bad it's just happening but that's because everybody poops there's literally a book it, called everybody exactly. poops that teaches children how to poop in like <laughs> toilet but anyway the reason that's important is because everybody can understand it so anyone making up the systems and the people having to live within the systems Has the are knowledge. bound by the same rules yeah and now if we go back to using the euphemisms how are the people who are building the system and do not know anything about periods how are they supposed to to build a system that takes these this specific aspect into account if we don't talk about it i kind of wish know. they would use a i wish the people building the systems would use shark week and realize it's a traumatic experience let's build a system that allows women to enjoy shark week in the privacy of their own homes but and to i take think care of themselves during that time because it's shark week <laughs> I would say, though, <laughs> someone who's going through the experience is going to interpret the words in a very different way than someone who's not. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I agree, you know, Shark Week sounds like brutal. Yes. But the way, I will, the way I will relate to the words Shark Week is likely not the way someone else, so a, a man or someone who doesn't have a menstrual cycle or menstrual bleeding is going to relate to those words. They might still see oh, it's something brutal, but that's all they know. It's not because we say shark week that someone is going to understand that it actually makes you feel tired. Um, I had a friend, she, it wasn't painful. She didn't have cramps or anything, but she felt like her thighs were heavy mm. and it's very uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, because, because she knows that, she relates to the words shark week very differently than a guy who just knows, oh yeah, well, some, some women have pain and yeah, they bleed. So what? I don't know that using the word menstruation. So here, I guess, let me, let me phrase it this way. I don't think it is the words. Weirdly, I didn't think I was going to end up at this point in this conversation. <laughs> I don't think it is the word. I think it's the willingness to discuss it. I don't think the words themselves make a difference. If we can all agree what Shark Week means, if we can all get on the same page about what Strawberry Week means, if we can all know exactly what mm -hmm. on flow means, it doesn't matter that we call it on flow. I agree with you. The problem that I see is that the reason why we say on flow or Shark Week instead of saying menstruation is that we're not even ready. We're not even ready to call it by its name. So we're we're like millennials away from being willing to talk about it that's that's where it originates i like i i agree i fully agree with you whether we call it menstruation it could have been any other word mm -hmm. but our language if we take english has the word menstruation let's say it would have been pig the word for menstruation same if we're not willing to use that word mm -hmm. that means we're not even willing to like talk about it and i feel I might be wrong. I feel like it would be a first step. Because, mm. yeah, in the end, 100% with you on that, it's about talking about it. 
But yeah, as I said, it's like we are going out of our way to find different ways to name it. So you tell me when we're ready to like speak about it, not off. Like, is there a difference naming it and speaking about it? Mm. Naming it is already like so complicated. And I feel like if we're not able to name it, we're far away from talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's like the same with our episode about rape. We, we have such a hard time to say certain words because we have a hard time all, all, like, all over talking about these topics. It's so interesting because I, I know some men, for example, who can't say period. They just cannot mm-hmm. ring it from their soul <laughs> to say it. So they'll say time of the month. But they, they're still caring. They're still like, oh, do you want me to like, grab you some things for your time of the month? They're not able to talk about it, mm-hmm. but the intention to take care of it, to be present for it, to be a, like attentive to what is happening mm-hmm. is there. At it a very individual feels, level. Yeah, but I know a lot of people who can accept certain aspects of it without being comfortable talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly if the talking about it will have the effect that we're hoping for, which is acceptance and, and caring. I don't know that the two necessarily go hand in hand. Normally on a lot of things, I would say yes. But the fact that I know some people who can't say certain words, mm-hmm. but are present to what it means for their person. And so person to person, they try to understand it and to accommodate, mm-hmm. but they can't, they can't say the things, you know, they'll say like women things because they can't say pads or tampons to save their life. I get it. But they're willing to go to the store to get the women things. Mm-hmm. And that's the end result, right? That we ultimately want empathy and compassion and understanding I say understanding not meaning knowledge. I mean Mm -hmm. understanding, like, again, empathy for what's going on. And I don't know that we need the facts and the words in order to get to that. It's it's almost like it's a step, yes, in between to get to the destination. But I believe we could get to the destination without passing through the discomfort of the language. That's interesting. Because I I was going to say the reason why I would... Or when I, you know, when I picture that situation, like someone who's, who can't absolutely not say the word, but is willing to like support you, it's because of the relationship they have with you. Like in some ways it's being vulnerable and they can do it with you because you are you. It doesn't mean that they are comfortable with the topic itself. Mm-hmm. It's like they're comfortable with you. And then in that context, they can, I want to say, sort of adjust some of their, not reluctance, but their discomfort Mm -hmm. with that topic. But it is not, and and there's like the high component of how they relate to you. It doesn't mean that, I would be interested actually, if you know, if that person, for example, if they happen to know, like, however, that a colleague a female colleague at their work is menstruating right now. And because of that, she it's likely to assume that maybe she's having some challenges. All right, is that person going to be able to not just have empathy for her, but also act on that empathy? And that's mm-hmm. that's where I feel like we do need to be able to talk about it. If we can talk about it and the words for some reason are hard to pronounce. Okay, we can find other words. But I I think if we actually are able to talk about it, like 
no drama, no shame, no, just talk about it the, the way we would talk about football, then we would likely be able, like, we wouldn't bother about menstruation, period, blood, or the, the words that some people just can't say or feel uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. I would be curious about that because I think it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing. Sometimes it's the thing that's causing the discomfort. Other mm-hmm. times the discomfort is there, which is then affecting the thing. But I feel like in this case, I don't I don't really know what it is. Um, so with the example that you were giving, for example, with a coworker, that's a woman that's going through menstruation mm-hmm. and whether someone else, like a man aware of that situation, would act that way, would act different to support her. Knowing that that man with a very close friend, female friend, or with their maybe romantic partner is very empathic. Mm-hmm. Is not able to say like period, but uh, like understands what it means maybe, or has empathy for his female person mm-hmm. going through menstruation. In that Would that case, same person be able to mm-hmm. like, yeah. I feel like, is that the goal? Because I don't know, I think for such broad empathy i'm using the word empathy very loosely Mm -hmm. here but such like that needs to be systemic i don't think individuals are going to make the difference by having empathy i feel like again workplaces schools universities Mm -hmm. um meeting places whatever businesses all those places need to have a systemic understanding of periods and whatever Mm -hmm. in order to create systems that actually lend themselves to like women taking time off or having multiple washrooms or having you know free tampons and pads available like all those mm-hmm. things i don't know that it's on an individual level because that man has no reason to be empathetic towards a co-worker just because she's on her period even if he fully understands it the reason he is you're right the reason he is being empathetic to his partner or to a friend is because he cares about that person personally mm-hmm. and there maybe the understanding of the period is limited but it's more about the caring than it is about the period yes in order to get that understanding exactly. of the period I don't think that in the workplace, this person needs to know that Stacy is on her period. I think the workplace needs to be set up in a way that Stacy doesn't need to come to work when she's on her period. Or if Stacy's on her period during work, she's, you know, on the third floor instead of the fifth floor because the third floor has more bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know what yeah. I mean? But you, you know how we were saying in the beginning, like, the people who make the systems, a lot of them don't actually know what's going on. Mm-hmm. For them to know, we need to talk about it. They need to hear it. They're only going to hear it if we talk about it. And how do we get to that place where we talk about it? If we're not even capable to say, I I am I am menstruating right now. Because it's not okay, basically, for people to know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you kind of have to say it. So you're going to say something else. You're going to say it's Shark Week. When you say it's Shark Week... You're putting, I feel like you're already putting a stop at any further conversation. Mm. You know, using a euphemism is like, yeah, like I'm sharing this with you, but this is this is as far as we're going to go. We're not going further because, you know, you were saying like, does this one coworker needs to know that Stacey is menstruating and does he need to have empathy with her for the system to change? Not necessarily, but when there are certain things where people have more understanding, they are still taboo. But because everyone goes through it, there's a common knowledge about it. And that's what the systems use to make certain choices. Like, for example, Beth, everybody at some point has lost someone or knows someone who has lost someone. And in workplaces, 
even though it's not necessarily the topic everybody's going to talk about. The system is still sort of built in a way that gives space for that process of losing someone. It's not the best. Like, you know, we can argue about that, but it is at least being acknowledged in some way, even though it is taboo. But like how I, I'm thinking now, are there any euphemisms used to say I lost someone? Even like, you know, people I lost. Say, yeah, people don't say this person died. They say they passed away. Yeah. Or they transitioned to me. Or yeah. they there's like homecoming. I don't know if you know that someone has gone mm-hmm. home. But like anyway, it's so it's still taboo. But the advantage that taboo has is that it's it's not specific to one group of people. It's not just people with, I don't know, green eyes that go through that and that have to deal with that. It's everyone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like menstruation needs to be really like, we need to be clear about the wording we use and everything because it's specific to one group of people. If everybody was going through it, we could use euphemisms as much as we want because that would just mean, yeah, we're not like we're not talking about it, but everyone is experiencing it in some way and therefore mm-hmm. has some kind of relationship to it, knowledge about it. And it's different because nobody experiences grief or losing someone the same way. There are as many ways to grieve as there are people who've lost someone or something. But we all know it exists. Mm-hmm. We all kind of have an idea of what it is or what it could be. Period? No. So using euphemisms in such or for such a thing that is very specific to one group of people in society, I feel like it's it's making it even less accessible to the people that are not facing it. And that's why, you know, I said back to, you know, Shark Week. It means to a woman something very different than it's going to mean to a man because we do not have the same background experience Mm -hmm. to relate to that and it will mean something else to you who is also a woman who also menstruates than it will to me even though we were experiencing the same thing but our experience of it is still slightly different but there are some commonalities which is why to us as a group of women menstruating shark week has a different flavor than to the group of Men that do not menstruate. Yeah. <laughs> that no. was a long monologue. <laughs> I totally, I get it. I get it because as soon as you started talking about grief and bereavement, I was like, that is another thing that we don't use the right words for. Yeah. But it is a universal experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you don't need to explain it, quote unquote, explain it to someone else. And I I get that. I get that. I feel like that's, that's maybe why I'm so adamant on on the words, cause, cause yeah, menstruation means menstruation. Shark Week is gonna mean whatever it means to whoever uses it. Mm-hmm. Or you know, just oh, the week when sharks are in the sea and yeah. they kill a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Like what it actually is, you know what yeah. I mean? Hmm. Yeah, cause for the longest time, some of these are cultural. So for the longest time, I didn't know what on flow was. The first mm-hmm. time I heard on flow, I was like, is that a relative? Like who's relative? <laughs> who's flow? Where is Should she? Should I know her? Like what? <laughs> Which then loses, the purpose is lost because then the person has to be like, oh, no, no, I mean like menstruation. Yeah. I just, I'm not going to call it that. And then yeah. you're like, well, if we could just, if we have if to have just that conversation, then just say menstruation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But it's like, yeah, like people will try all they can not to say the word. If they have to, they will. But we put all our effort in not saying it. And yeah. See, it, it's actually not that funny. <laughs> no, because no, I mean it, it is. But I, I was just thinking of, you know, the 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 have because this what you said, universal, universal knowledge or universal experience. Mm-hmm. It was experience that you said. It it hit me because that's exactly that's exactly what it is. And you know, when I say language creates the world, we have the words, but we have decided to create a different world by using different words. Because words, language does create, like, language does create our world, mm-hmm. period. You speak another language, you speak two other languages, or you understand two other languages at least. I know. And and so do you. Yes. Like, two or three other languages. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that alone has showed me that there are things that I will see differently than someone who is a purely Anglophone. Not because I'm smarter, not because I, I'm not different. I just know another language that has shaped a new concept for me. And that concept can only exist in my mind because the language has given me access to that. And preach. <laughs> and in, in even inside of one language, we can choose to shape things differently depending on the words we use. Because the words are what gives, the, the word gives shape to whatever we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And if we choose to use shark week instead of menstruation, we are creating a different world. Now, I agree, it is just slightly different, but it is it is a difference that makes a, di- a big enough difference for society on a bigger scale. On a lower scale, yeah, it's just like, yeah, you have a couple more letters differently put together and what do I know? On, on you know, just the language level, it's nothing. You say menstruation, you say shark week, not a big deal. But on the bigger scale of, you know, the world we create, how we see things, how we look at things, how we perceive things and interpret them, the difference is tremendous. The difference is tremendous. And when you said universal experience, I was like, that is the like the 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 link to it kind of because how can we expect to have we don't have when it comes to that topic, there is no universal experience so the least we can do is use universal language Mm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it it also goes back to like not a purse the reason like the 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 name of our podcast it's like yeah that little girl knew what what she meant with purse but her relation to that word was very different from her teacher's relation to that word and that created a whole discrepancy in in communication and misunderstanding and whatnot. And that's what we're doing with all those euphemisms. And then, yeah, how can we expect that other people understand what it is mm-hmm. if everybody has, like, something different? That's really interesting. See? Yeah, this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we are just going to be goofy and goof around about all those funny or not-so-funny not euphemisms. So funny and now it's like a whole... Yeah, I feel like we've landed deep. <laughs> As we tend to do, which yeah. is fine. But uh, I feel like unless there's any other fun ones or not so fun ones you want to share since no. you did all the research. No, I'm done with sharing <laughs> euphemisms. They are all out there. Go look for them. I think <laughs> Japan has some uh, some cool ones. Something I know there's one. Do they have one that like yes. flowers? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and that, for example, I like it because it's 
It's so positive. So when it's nice and positive, you're all for euphemisms. I'm still against them. But I'm like, if you have to use them, use one that's positive because that is going to create at least a positive image mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the people that have to handle it. Because I, I actually, when I think about, you know, the connotation of euphemisms, I'm more worried about the people that have to go through it. Yeah. Because they need to, 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 to have, I'm not saying we have to lie to ourselves, but when, 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 when I say language creates the world, we, we are the ones who choose how we view a situation or how we don't view it. I mean, how we look at it. Like birth mm -hmm. is horrible if you think about it, but you know, we're kind of okay with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just about that. <laughs> In conclusion. It's about that. <laughs> it's about that. Yes. I'm not going to add anything to that. This is it, man. This is it. The end season of season two. Season two. We did it. As usual, guys, you know where to find us. If you have comments, please do let us know what you think about this episode and the entire season two at N-O-T-A-P-U-R-S-E on all the social media platforms. Actually, no, just on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in the next season. Whenever that is. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.